One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Oh, and welcome. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where today we're discussing just me and thee. Friendship. Friendship. And as if there could be a better example <laughs> of friendship than this, um, which has blossomed as, as a result of the podcast. 100%. Really? We would never have seen each other as much. No. I see you more than, more than June. Yeah. Like from doing the podcast. But also like even though we've moved houses and like we don't see each other because back in the day and I have to explain this to new people that yeah. come into my life and then when they're like, who is Sarah? I'm like, <laughs> oh, <hell? laughs> I'm like, Sarah can finish my sentence for me. Like the, the, when you see each other twice a week, like we did back in the day. And then we also had nights out together. We also went for dinners and things like, yeah, it's so much friendship and so much like we know each other's lives inside and out. Yeah. And I was thinking about this episode. I was thinking, oh my God, friendship. Like it's such a, it's such a topic of, I don't know, people really struggle to make friends. People really yeah. struggle to keep friends. Yeah. We kind of have this understanding of like, even if we don't speak each other for two weeks, we're like family now. Yeah. Like, Well, they're the best friends, yeah, aren't they? 100%. They are the best friends that it doesn't come with anything, that there's no agenda, that you, you don't have to apologize. You can just pop up and go, Hi, I've been busy. I've been doing this. How are you? I've been thinking of you. And you're right. They are the most precious friendships. But I, one of the things I talked about when I did my father of the bride speech. Yeah. You'll remember. Yeah. At your wedding. I talked about how good you are at friendship because you're really good at it. And I think you're just... I feel like you've got a lot of friends, mm. like, and, and they're all over the world. You've got friends everywhere. I have friends you've everywhere, got, You've yeah. got friends and you've got a lot of them. And you're very, very good at keeping in touch, checking in, remembering birthdays. You're incredible at that. I am for you, babes, because yours is on Valentine's no, Day. No, but I've been with you in your kitchen where you're like, oh, hang on, my friend Blah in New Zealand. It's her birthday, so I'll just leave her a voice note. And I mean, I'm I'm just, I can't, birthdays just completely pass me by. I don't think I've ever sent you a birthday card on time or at all sometimes. You know what I mean though? I just don't, I'm not good at that. But I think you are. And I, and I do love my friends, but you know, and when I see them or when I speak to them, I'm like, oh, we need to do this more. I should be better. You know, I should keep in touch more, but I'll, I'll disappear. I'm, I'm quite like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll disappear for a couple of weeks or whatever. And then I'll sort of come back around and go, oh, okay, yeah, I'm back. Like I just get lost in whatever I'm doing and, and just get sort of lost in. But that's the beauty of you. And like, as your friend, I know, I know that like, like the reason I'm friends with you is because you're you. And so I know that I have to be like, Sarah, when are we meeting or what are we doing? Yeah. And I just check in because then I'm like, well, you'll you'll message straight back. And if you don't message back for like a day, I don't care because that's you. Well, I am like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, thanks, darling. Do you know Thank what I mean? you. Yeah, yeah. That means uh, thanks. So they're the friends that cling on, really. The ones that actually. Well, also, you know yeah. too much. I like, do. There's a contract here oh, now. Oh God, absolutely. <laughs> we know too much. <laughs> I mean, because the thing is, I think you know it should be easy. Mm. It should always be easy friendship. But I think you do have to put the work in. I think you do have to make the effort. And I think that's what I've always admired about you is that you do really seem to put the effort in. I think that I do, or definitely I used to, I think I do less now because I'm very conscious of like my time and my yeah. mental health and like what I'm getting out of things. I've massively had a cull of friends. Um, and I also very much hold it like, if I haven't spoken to you in six months and I pick up, I expect it to be the same. And yeah. if, if there's going to be a drama around the fact that we haven't spoken for six months, because I'm not bringing that drama. No. If you're bringing that to the table, it's not going to work. No. And like, Life's too short. My friend Grace always says about friendship, she's like, lift me up or get out. That's where we're <laughs> at at the moment. You want friends who've got your back, who are cheering you on, who are going to make you feel amazing and you make them feel amazing and you're there for each other. They don't pull you down. Yeah. We're not doing mood hoovers anymore. No. No. That is hella 2004. Yes. We're not playing that game. But also that's something that you learn as you get older. Yeah. And you care less. Yeah. And you're right. You want to preserve your energy. And it just becomes very clear what's important to you and how you want to spend your time. And I think naturally we get busier. We get more responsibilities. So you're not always available. And you're not, you can't always just you know, be there for everybody. But certainly coming into this year, I've had a big boundary shift, definitely for me with, with what I'm prepared to put up with and what I'm not. And I've always been quite brutal like that anyway, but I've given, I've been like, oh no, you know, I'll go back again, I'll go back again. And actually coming into this year, yeah, there's been a couple of examples where I've had to really say, no, it's it's not not in a brutal way, not yeah. in a not in a showdown. Do you know what I mean? I haven't had any confrontation, but for I've just had to do it from my side and I've had to go, no, it's and also, because June will do this. If June needs to get out of something or there's somebody that she doesn't want to see, the story that she will make is so elaborate. The details that she'll go into. And instead of just going, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. Or, oh, it's not convenient, actually. Or do you know what I mean? Just mm. something really tight, really easy. And that is very empowering because I've never done that. I've always been a people pleaser. Mm. So I've always wanted people to really like me. So I've always kind of put up with a lot of crap as a result. This is turning into quite the deal. Sorry, thank you for coming to my therapy session, everyone. No, but it's true. And actually friendship is something that I think, well, especially within the Port Salute community, because, yeah. because Port Salute crew, you listen to You've listened to mine and Sarah's friendship from the start. Yeah. Like, so this is very much like our friendship is kind of a magical anyway, but also we've documented so much of our friendship. But then I think friendship is something that comes up as well because people, some people really struggle to make friends yeah. and they struggle to hold friendships or bring new people in. Yes. Um, and I was actually having this conversation yesterday because I drove back from, I went to a work thing and I met loads of people who weren't actually in my day-to-day. -day. There was no one from the beauty industry in there. No one mm. like from my normal event Your arena. World. Yeah, and I met loads of people. I was like, oh my God, I could be friends with everyone in this room. Like they're Lovely. just so refreshing and different. But I only would have experienced that if I'd have said yes yeah. and, it, and like gone to it. 
we moved to Kent. I've met new friends in these girls that I do Pilates with. They are all in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Like, not my usual kind of girls at all, but yeah. I'm having a scream with them. Like, they're really fun. They're up for life. They say yes. Great. But I also think that friendships... There's so many layers. You can have, like, tiered friendships. Like, yeah. tier one, right down. Like, and each friend has a role. Um... Like some friends are older and they guide you and you like, you know that that's the drill and they're there for that. Other friends, you might be the guider for. Like I'm definitely an older person to some of my friends and I Mm. definitely play the role of like, no, that is not a smart decision. Don't do this. Like, let me help you. I think friendship, not every friendship is forever. No, I think that's And you don't know that when you embark on it. And that's okay. Like that is okay as well. Like, you know, and, and it's not always, it's not always on you. I think that's the other thing that I've I've learned because quite often you'd be like, oh God, I haven't spoken to that person for ages. And then you start to think, well, they haven't called me. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm missing the all, you know what I mean? Like I never go back to them and yeah. I just never reply. But like when we first met, we met. Yeah. I didn't know that you were going to do the father of the bride speech at no. my wedding. And do I you think know that what that's I mean? a really good point. I think that's a really good point because I think you have to strike that fine balance between going to something like you went to your, um, you know, that work thing. And I've been to like my baby classes yeah. and stuff. And sometimes I've gone into those classes with a a huge amount of pressure, massive expectations. I've got to meet people. I've got to make friends. I've got, and any time, any time that I've ever done that, it's never worked. What a shock. But if you go into it just with a, just open-minded, let's see what happens. Let's see who's here, you know, and I might come away having had a nice chat with someone or I might come away with someone's number or I might not. I might just think, you know, great. I turned up, I ate the brie, I've left, you know, and I think that it's the fine balance when mm. when you when you put yourself out there going to something new with the potential to meet new people I think you have to strike the fine balance between being open-minded and open-hearted and you know not just sort of sitting there going well I don't want to talk to anyone and I don't want to see anyone which we do sometimes feel like like we've yeah, all been to things like that like parties or birthdays or whatever where you get there and you're like actually I am not up for talking to anyone that I don't know. And that's okay. And also it's quite nice to have that feeling. It's not yeah. a negative. It is. It can be nice to feel like it's you nice just want to be anonymous. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, fine. I'm just here. Like, yeah. I'll just be here observing. But-, but it's a very compassionate thing to mm. do because I think once you start going, oh, I should be this or I should be making the effort or but everybody thought I was boring or everybody hates me. You know, if you if you get into that, then, I mean, that's just, the, you know, that's just hideous. That's the road to nowhere. There's something you said to me when we moved to Kent. So when I, I remember moving to Kent and saying to Sarah, oh, God, I'm just not meeting anybody. I'm not. And it's something that I hadn't really factored in. And I, ha- I still haven't met people my age. I don't, I think I've got one friend that's the same age as me. Everyone else is older. And I said to Sarah, oh my God, like I'm really struggling to meet people. I've got like a couple of people around. You said, well, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you, you need. need one. You, you only need a yeah. tiny amount of people. That's it. And I remember thinking, oh my God, Sarah's so right. I'm going to be content with this because all my friends do live all over. Yeah. And like one of my best friends in the world lives on the other side of the world in Australia. And you just get into the groove of it. Like you're only 50 minutes away. You're only a WhatsApp away. I'm happy with that yeah. as well. Like I don't need people on my doorstep. You're so right though. I, rem- I remember saying that. You only need one person. And when we moved... I only had one person and through uh, Selena and through Selena, I've met 
other people now and and it's sort of you know it's grown a bit wider but it takes ages like that's the it thing takes it takes ages. ages to meet new people and even if you see someone you're like mm, i like the cut of your jib like it takes a long time to get to the stage where you're like yeah i would i would consider them a friend you know because trust has to be built up as well yeah that's all of that do you know what i mean like all of that like you know, I've opened up to people before and, and not had it reciprocated and then you feel a bit silly. But then actually I was like, oh, okay, that's not what this was. Like, I thought this was going to go one way and actually it hasn't and that's fine. Yeah, I think I have stipulations of friends as well because like, we'll come on to Ken because Ken has literally a best friend from the age of 11 and they're still friends now. That's so... Is it Pookie? Yeah, it's Aww. Pookie. Um, and I've... Still got. I'm still friends with all my girls from school. Well, I was and you say, are. Who's your oldest friend? Uh, my oldest friend is Tessa, and we. She lived like two villages away. She we weren't at the same school, but we met through another friend, and then yeah, that that was when we were like thirteen. Yeah, and then Lucy, and then Lara, and these are my girls I've had forever. Yeah, and it's like there's just an agreement like we're not going anywhere. No. We're sticking with each other now. But it was never the goal. It's just kind of happened that way because we all ended up moving to London and we ended up being friends in London. But yeah. you're still friends with your school girls. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're all over the place. But you're still yeah. in contact. I'm, yeah, I'm still in contact. Yeah, I am. But it's, you can't, you're right, you can't force that. You can't predict that. You can't no. see, you know, say who you're going to stay in touch with. But there's something very special about people who have known you that long. Yeah. Who really have, who knew who you were but they've been then, through the haircuts yeah. that's the but th- thing i think that's really good for us yeah. i think that's really good to be to be known in that way and i think like i kind of have this like underlying rule of friendship that all my friends need to make me laugh yeah and like laughter is like a non-negotiable yes. and they need to be a bit silly yeah. they need to just take the mick out they've themselves. got to get you haven't yeah. they they've got to get you and if you. someone's a bit stiff and serious i just i can't do it no. I, what's the point yeah what's the point i want to wasting and laugh. each other's time yeah. you're for someone else yeah you're, there'll be somebody else who, who you're gonna have a great time i'm with. too ridiculous yeah. for you. Like, <laughs> and i'm okay with that and uh, and that's okay um Will we do a bit of speaking of friendship? Of course, our friends, our friends on the other side yes. of the podcast, because you are our friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's the lovely thing about the podcast. We've always said this. You know, if you meet another one, another person from Portslough Crew, you're going to get on. Yeah. Because if, it's you, a vibe. if you're into this ridiculous but relatable podcast, then you like there's people who would listen to this and go, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, what's the point? This might, this might be what, why we've not won any awards yes, or anything. Yes, yes, we are rather low on the award nomination. <laughs> but yeah, you, you are our friends and it's lovely that people have made, made friends with each other yeah. through the pod. So let's hear from someone. Hi, Sarah and Jules. Oh, that sounded a bit different. Jules and Sarah. Hi, Jules and Sarah. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely news about you starting the podcast up. Um, when I tell you I actually yelped when I saw Jules's Insta story, that is no exaggeration. 
Oh, I should probably introduce myself. It's Stephanie from Cheltenham, by the way. (laughs) I've been a huge fan of the podcast for years now. Um, I'm a proper Port Salou crew. And I just, I'm so excited to see what this series brings. Um, Obviously, Sarah, new baby on the way. Jules, you're flying all over the shop. I mean, it's just incredible what what you're doing. And um, it's so exciting. Like both of your lives are just amazing to watch and to see how you've flourished as um, both of you have manifested where you want to be right now. It is, um, it is just amazing. And I'm so proud of you both. <laughs> I know I don't know you both, but um, I am so proud of you. I think you're both incredible and and you have worked so hard to get where you both are. I just want to do a little shout out to Sarah and the 11Zs podcast. I love that little four, three minute podcast a day. Um, It really does bring me so much joy. And I listen to them throughout the week. And then I listen to the omnibus as well. Um, So I'm that much of a fangirl. I just listen to it again. Been a fan of the podcast now for about three years. And I obviously went through the back catalogue and started again. So I've listened the whole way through. um, And the manifesting that you've both done to get to where you are today is just incredible. Um, And you've both talked about things that you've always wanted and now you've got them, which is just amazing. Um, So my question is, like, what's next? What are you both manifesting? Um, Obviously, Jules, like, Isle of Paradise, I use it all of the time and I absolutely love it. Um, The... Drops for me especially are just incredible. Um, And obviously, Sarah, pregnant with your next baby. But I want to know, what are you putting out to the universe and what would you like the universe to bring you both? Um, Thank you so much for bringing the podcast back. I am so excited to see what this series brings. Love to you both. Cannot wait to hear about Ken, Sheila and June. Yes, take care. Bye. Stephanie! Stephanie from Cheltenham. Oh my god, Stephanie from Cheltenham. I can't get over that voice though. I know, that was amazing. Do you know what? It's incredible to have it reflected back, Mm. isn't it? Because it's so easy to just go, oh, I haven't got that. I wish I had this and, you know, and all the rest of it. So to have someone say, yeah, you, you asked for this and you wanted this and now you've got it is quite... It's quite spectacular. I know. I'm really. I'm, that's going to sit with me today. Yeah. I'm going to really think about it. That's amazing. And it's true. Like I think our friendships are very good. Um, not like it's good because I can gauge where we are in our life and our friendship. I don't yeah. know why. I think it's because we've met so often and, and like and documented and it. documented it, but also like been through our, our, our you know our apartments together. You've been through a breakup with me. We've both yeah. got married. You've got baby number two on the way. We've both got dogs. We've got how like it's. We've just been on this like journey together, yeah. just constantly checking in. But you're right. I, I'm sure that we'll, there will have been podcasts where we've just been like, oh, one day, yeah. one day I'll one have day. the kitchen island. One day we'll yes. have this, and like here we are. Yeah, here we're. One day I'll have a horrible little dog that hates everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What a great question. So yeah, baby, gonna have a baby in about ten minutes, I think. Um, so that's happening. And 
what is next? What's next for you? I don't know. And I actually I quite found like that question. <laughs> I, I, I actually found that question like I was yeah. like, oh my god, what is next? Um, I think that last year was so um focused on like renovation and wedding that actually like this year I am really focusing on career and I'm like I really want to like work this year I want to like grow and yeah um so there are things but I can't really like I can't talk about them on the pod yet of I can't, course I like those we, old NDAs that I are know. always floating around I don't want to be like a Hailey Bieber makeup tutorial on TikTok where she's like I've got loads of products coming but I can't talk about yeah. them yet like I don't want to be that yeah oh big news coming yeah, yeah. on its way just tell me what just it is. Just shut up and tell us when you can. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh. Um, I try. I very much try not to do that on Instagram. I always find find it really hard not to be like a yeah. tease. Like Big announcement yeah, coming. Oh, Ooh, I said too much. Shut up. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like I'm doing lots of like self development at the moment of like not trying to care too much Lovely. anymore. Um, Sarah will vouch for this, but my perfectionism can really hold on and so like a big thing for me is just letting go of all of that and just kind of moving into my 30s and really or late 30s moving into my 30s I wish (laughs) (laughs) moving very much into my late 30s um and just rolling with it a bit more yeah that's kind of what I I want to do that's true actually I can't wait to be 40 really I'm gonna be 40 next year February next year I'll be 40. I forgot how old I was the other day. Well, it's very I had to, easily I had to like, work it out. I was oh, like, wait, am I 37 so or 36? Done. I can never work out how old anyone is. Like, like John will go, well, what year were they born? And I was like, that will help. That will not help me whatsoever. <laughs> not not even slightly that would help me. Um, I believe we have another. Oh, we do. We have another. Yes. Hey, Jules and Sarah. Absolutely thrilled that you are back recording the podcast from your hiatus for your beloved Port Salou crew. I've been trawling back through the archives as I've been on maternity leave for the past year. So as I've been walking my baby, I've been listening. Really funny, some of your earlier episodes, I must have subconsciously gone to an establishment mentioned from News from the North quite early on called the Fizzy Tart in the Lake District. (laughs) Don't know if you remember mentioning it, but I dragged my husband along there two summers ago and for some cocktails um, and some fizz, um, of course. And yeah, so I'm very funny to hear that that place um, you mentioned in a News from the North story. It's also been quite a traumatic experience for me listening to the, uh, the In the Archives. Main reason being is because my son is actually dairy-free. Um, so he's got a cow's milk protein allergy. Um, and because I've been breastfeeding him, it means that I am also dairy-free. So I've not been allowed to consume any cheese whatsoever. Oh, this is a months. terrible podcast to so listen to. any time you've been mentioning cheese, which is quite a lot, <laughs> as you know, I've just been desperately salivating in my mouth I just can't wait to get my hands on a bit of port salut just oh I just can't wait for a lovely lovely cheese board um so yeah but also even even the biscuits um the biscuit of the week because the only biscuit that I would be able to consume um at a push is perhaps one digestive um so it's been absolutely torture so um, for me to to listen to those but great laughs 
and remembering all the funny tales all your funny anecdotes can't wait to listen Gorgeous. Love that. Absolutely divine. Amazing. And well done for breastfeeding for that long. Sure. Yeah, amazing. Really, I mean, like, heroic. That's very, very impressive. Tell me about Ken and Pookie. So, Ken's best friend, Pookie, um, they used to be called Pepsi and Pookie at school, because obviously hep rhymes with pep. Pepsi. Sure. Oh, I thought it was something to do with Pepsi and Shirley from Wham. Go on. No, 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 no. Pookie and Pepsi. Um, Why Pookie? His surname is Pooks. Oh, sure. I think. Yeah, I think his surname is Pooks. Um, but anyway, I said, oh, can we talk about Pookie? I'd love to have a chat. Like, how did you get to know him? So Ken sent me this amazing message. And I'm just going to read it as it is. Because yeah. I think it's just, you can really feel the love for him. Shall I read it in Ken accent? I feel no. like we need the Hovis tune in the yeah, background. I know. Um, my best friend Pooks. We are still best buddies and, and we are in our 60s and first met when we were 11. We sat ne- next to each other at school, played all sports together and we were cane together side by side three times. As if caning was still a oh thing at God, school. Oh my God, I thought they were cane. I thought he was saying we got caned. No, no, no. Like caners. When I read it, I was like, oh my God, of course. That's amazing. Oh, Ken. On the last occasion, we knew what was coming and put tea towels down our trousers oh, and never God. felt oh a thing. Oh my God, this is like working down mill. I know, well, this is the North. We laughed all day about it. <laughs> we were sky... Oh God. <laughs> do a lot for laughs then yeah. didn't you kids these days ipads xboxes we used to put a tea towel down our trousers so the caning wouldn't hurt too much oh how we laughed yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> we were skiving school to go bird watching at 15 and we got the cane for that as well we met up oh after- god that's so cute isn't it getting caned for going bird watching i know oh my god ken gosh. is too much we met up after school and listened to music in his bedroom. Led Zeppelin, Kate Bush, Black Sabbath. We grew our hair long. Steve's, for some reason, grew outwards like a circular bush. <laughs> <laughs> we had our first... <laughs> We had our first holiday together when we were only 13, left on a campsite in Bridlington by our parents and were drinking and clubbing early doors. We climbed mountains together, went birdwatching and took 10,000 photos. It's the first romance, isn't it? It's the first love. They're just like... He says, I'm lucky to have had a mate for over 50 years. The thing I've realised about friendship is that when you're younger, you never dream that you will still be best friends when you are in your 60s. It's somehow impossible to spot. Friendships and special lifelong friendships are very hard to find, but you should cherish them. Um, And then, like, I just want to go into this story because it's absolutely prime pooks. Pooks and dad. Yeah. So... Is this, was this, sorry, is this, is this Pookie who had the, the, the dog run up his waterproof no, trousers? No, 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 dad's <laughs> friend's Mike, who actually Mike's daughter, I know, is Port Salou crew. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Ken said, because I said, oh, when did you last see Pookie? And he was like, I last saw Pookie, actually, we, there, there was a rare bird that landed in the UK. It was called the red-breasted phalloprope. Gosh. I, I think that's how you say it. Big news. Yeah. So Ken said, so I text Pookie. I said, look, it's here. We're going to have to go. We need to find it. Yeah. Pookie said, I can get the day off work. We're going. So, and this bird, this bird is rare. Ken's on all the Facebook groups. They've got all the WhatsApp chats going around. When a bird comes in, the yep. binos are out. The car's done. Woof. Yeah. They go. So Ken said, 
The call's gone out. So Ken said that this bird was like nestled in these bushes and like they knew, they'd seen on the Twitcher groups that they had to be like, there was no hide. You had to do it. You couldn't go to the bird hide. You had to do it from the bushes. Right. So Ken said they pull up at this wood car park and Pookie gets out of the car. And Dad said, well, Pookie was head to toe camouflage. He had camouflage boots, camouflage trousers, <laughs> camouflage top. He said even his lens cap on his on his camera was camouflage. His coffee cup was camouflage. He said he had a hat that was camouflage. He was like, Pookie, you didn't tell me you were doing camouflage. <laughs> Pookie was like, well, obviously it says on the group, like, you, you you have to hide in the bushes in order to see this bird. And I said, I said, Dad, what were you wearing? Oh, God. I wore my neon blue parka. Sure. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So Dad was like, so there we were walking through the through, through the woods. Pookie, completely camouflaged. Just disappeared. Ken. Yeah, just, just disappeared in. Ken, like, like a glorified the highlighter. <laughs> He said, we saw the bird, but from a distance, yeah. I think it spotted dad early doors yeah, and flew off. Ah! <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? It's the fact that Pookie's coffee cup was camouflaged. Oh God, that's wonderful. Just, <laughs> Just the idea case. of him drifting back. <laughs> yeah, into yeah. The... Pookie, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> He's gone. He's disappeared. Oh, that's now, something fantastic. I, like one of June's friends that I have always, always been obsessed with is Kerry. Yeah. And who can, like, I know she doesn't want to be known by this, but who can forget the rat on the shoe? I know, yeah. She was like, can, do, don't call me the Kerry with the rat on the shoe anymore, Sarah. <laughs> she is, yeah, Kerry is June's BFF. Um, yeah. Who could forget Cherry Pug, of course, because Kerry spells her name C-E-R-I, which is the Welsh way, and her surname is Pugh, P-U-G-H. Yeah. And she was in, yeah, she was in a waiting room somewhere and somebody <laughs> came out and went, Cherry Pug, like this. <laughs> Cherry Pug. <laughs> Who can forget on her, on your head too when she did her whole dance routine for Rick Astley? Oh my gosh, she had the lot. That she had every syllable down the lip sync. Yeah. She Kerry also brought everyone chocolate willies on my head. I mean the fact that Kerry was on my head do says everything. You yeah, need to we know. went to Dreamland in uh, Margate and I made June and Kerry go on, I mean, roller coasters putting it mildly you know this isn't this isn't florida this is margate yeah but it was you know it whipped you around and whatever else june said she had to do a stage four birthing breathing <laughs> to get through it and uh, the kerry got off it and she went how the hell is that fun <laughs> how how who would say that was fun doing that like this there's a great picture there's a great picture um and of course, we went to ABBA because I used to babysit for Kerry. Yes. I used to babysit for Kerry. Um, and did I tell you the story about the beads the, with, with the uh, the Beanie Babies? Because Izzy, so Izzy and Millie, who are like grown up, they've got their own kids, like, you know, and um, and and that's who we used to babysit. And Kerry was great to babysit for because she left you wine. She had amazing snacks. She paid really well. Um, and... Easy and the, the kids were in bed. Anyway, Izzy, who was quite small then, she would have been about, I don't know, five, six. She came downstairs and she looked a bit worried. I said, you okay? And she held out her tiny little hand and she had these little beads in her hand and she went, I found these in my bed. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let's, you know, let's go up and have a look. Went up, she must have had 35 Beanie Babies on her bed. You know, like those kids that are like, can't really get into bed because there's so many cuddlies. 
And I said, I, I think I can see what's happened here. And we were going through and sure enough, we found the lion had a small hole. And I was like, oh, look, you know, they've come out of there. They've come. And she went, oh, she went, oh, thank goodness. I thought it was drugs <laughs> like this. <laughs> like the idea that she'd heard these drugs were very bad. They could find you. They could come and get you. The drugs is the drugs you must be scared of. And that they'd got into her bed somehow. And so it was very sweet. But I was like, mum, how did you meet Kerry? Like, what's the origin story mm. here? And she said, well, she said, we had a mutual friend, Wendy, and she said, and I was round at Wendy's having a cup of tea one day and George was really small because George and Isabel were born like within a week of each other. They're really similar. So George was just sitting there like the pudding he was just like, you know, looking around. And Kerry lived next door. So Kerry said, mum said Kerry burst in with this baby who was screaming so much that her little socks had come off, like her little socks were dangling off the end of her toes. And Kerry went, I can't do a thing with this baby. Like this. <laughs> I can't do a thing with this baby. And she went, hi, I'm Kerry. And mum went, oh, I'm June. And she said, you've got, you know, and they were talking about the babies being a similar age. She was like, have you got hell on as well like this? And she just sat down and then that was it. Mum said that was the first time we ever met Kerry. And she said, we started laughing and we've been laughing ever since. And the that other is thing so is, nice. neither of them see Wendy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wendy's been extradited. They bypassed Wendy. Yeah, yeah. Now they've just gone on together. So yes, that's mum. That's mum and darling Kerry, who is hilarious oh she's amazing I, mean, she's I love absolutely, her absolutely she's the funniest thing um divine we love you kerry should we do a bit of news from the north yeah. now this one is actually a national news and this it comes from the mirror well, you can't go wrong. Well, you can go you wrong. Can you go can wrong. go very, very, very wrong. But sometimes it's needed. Four pensioners who met as toddlers are still friends oh. 86 years later. Divine. Pamela Wright, Mary Betteridge, Frida Jackson and Elsie Marcy. <laughs> Elsie Marcy? Or Marseille, but I'm going with Marcy. Marcy. It's Marseille, darling. <laughs> Bucket. Um, first met in 1935 when they were three years old. They have kept in touch since and are still good friends. Um, the grandmothers, who are all aged 89 and widowed, have kept in touch ever since they ever since they met and still regularly meet up for lunch and talk on the phone every day. <gasps> They widowed though I, like, I think there's a story there they should we bump them all off they attended, go on a cruise <laughs> they attended each other's weddings holidayed together oh. and have been introduced to their grandchildren and now great grandchildren the quartet fun yeah um, were bo- who, who were born and raised in the seaside town of Swanage Dorset put their longevity of their friendship down to lots of laughter yes they reminisce fondly about their childhood escapades including visits to the local sea caves where they watched donkeys at the quarry ho- hur- hurling stones <laughs> god it's all good fun wasn't yeah, it yeah god caning <laughs> and donkeys um, Elsie a former shop worker said the four women could talk to each other caning and donkeys 
<laughs> to talk to each other about anything under the sun. She revealed, I can go to them and tell them things you could not tell anyone else. Frida, a former sales assistant, said, we can never stop being friends as we know too many secrets. Mary, who was a tailoress, is described as the adventurous one. Elsie, the fashionista. It's all getting a bit SATC. Yeah. And Frida <laughs> is serious. But once she starts laughing, she can't stop. Oh, I can believe I'm it. me. The friends have been a source of support following their loss of their husbands. Frida said, Pam's and my husband's died about four years ago. So we um, see each other every night at 7 p.m. Oh, God. Pam added, it's been... So we cashed in the life insurance. <laughs> we went <laughs> yeah. on a P&O. Writing this email from Barbados. <laughs> yeah. Pam added, it has been hard, but we know, um, we all know that we're going to get through. Between them and their extended family has grown over the, the past year. Um, Elsie has three grandchildren, nine grandchildren. Um, Elsie has three grandchildren, three children, nine grandchildren, and eight great grandchildren. Wow. While Pam has one child with two great grandchildren. Well, it's, anyway, it goes on yeah, and on sure. and on. Says There's how lots amazing of kids. they are. But that has just reminded me of so my grandma, my grandma Alice, her best friend was called Joyce. And Joyce, grandma, used to bitch about Joyce <laughs> so much. Every time he went over. Joyce would just Joyce was like the loveliest woman in the world would always come over to Grandma Alice's and ju- she'd just want to chat just want a cup of tea like catch up and my grandma used to be like the door would go and she'd go oh Joyce is here and she'd go to the door she'd go to the door she'd oh. open up hiya Joyce love you alright you alright Joyce would come in hiya hiya Joyce would stay for a cup of tea biscuits da 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 Joyce would go, grandma would shut the door. I thought she'd never leave. <laughs> oh God, she's been she's been round here every day this week. And you knew that Grandma Alice secretly loved the company. Loved but it. But Joyce's name was just permanently mud. Oh my god, Joyce, isn't that funny? And Joyce was always grandma always described, she's loaded. Joyce yeah. is loaded, <laughs> tight as anything. She never opens that purse. <laughs> she's got loads of money. It was always the case. <laughs> Um, so my news from the north comes from the Nottinghamshire Live. Nottingham woman makes unlikely friend after rescuing pigeon in beer garden. <laughs> Very on brand for Lovely. Nottingham. A Nottingham woman has gone viral after adopting a pigeon that she met in a beer garden. <laughs> Hannah Hall, an NHS worker, was out drinking with friends in the Rose and Crown in Lenton on Monday, May the 2nd, when a very friendly pigeon caught the attention of her group. The pigeon was first lingering close to her friend who has a phobia of birds. Oh, dear. Mm, Shame. So Hannah stepped in to sit closer to it. It was then that the bird got closer and closer, eventually sitting on her and staying there for hours. It was a pub trip that would eventually end with her taking it home with her. No, I'm not into There's this. No I need. wouldn't want a bird sitting She's on me. She's sort of stolen a pigeon. She decided to document what happened and posted a video about it on the social media website TikTok, <laughs> which has been, since had been since been viewed more than seven million times and liked more than two million times. In fact, an account she made on Sunday the eighth of May already had more than forty thousand followers as of May the 9th. God, maybe I do need a pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> get a pigeon yeah. and get on TikTok. She said, I wasn't even going to go out. But my mum said, go on, go out and see your friends. I didn't really notice him at first. I told my friend that she could swap with me. So we swap places. He just comes and sits on my knee all of a sudden. And he stayed there for about three and a half hours. In the end, he was almost tucking himself into my jacket. Hannah was approached by a member of staff who told her the pigeon had been in the pub earlier and mistreated by some customers who were kicking 
him. So staff tried to usher him outside again. What's wrong with people? Then, when a group of girls came into the beer garden asking if anyone had seen a pigeon, Hannah told them she had seen the bird in question while her group was having a drink. They said they couldn't believe I'd actually got him, she continued. He was in the wheat chief where they were earlier and some students were trying to throw him into the air to make him fly. I think they thought it was funny. These girls felt so bad they scooped him up and carried him outside to a quieter area. Hannah has been told by experts that pigeons are domesticated birds who do go to humans for help when they feel they are in trouble, which makes her believe the pigeon wanted to be looked after by somebody that day. After taking him home, Hannah wasn't sure her new friend would even make it through the night but now every day he appears to be getting healthier and stronger despite letting him out in the garden and giving him the opportunity to leave the pigeon has chosen to stay by hannah's side and remain at the house for the past week she added we have really really bonded i'm going to take him to my vet to find out for sure if he's a boy or girl and get his injuries checked over hannah is then going to let her new followers and anyone following the story help choose a name via social media i feel a big responsibility now she laughs i need to keep everyone informed i didn't really think i'd get that kind of response And so there you go, a woman and a pigeon. An unlikely friendship, bless it. So is that pigeon living with her? I think it's living in the garden. Yeah, I think it's living in the garden. In the garden's In the garden's fine. We don't want it in the house. Don't be silly. No pigeons inside. No birds in the house. No birds in the house. Not for me. No, 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 no. Um, And we don't judge. No, we don't judge. You can have birds in your house. We just don't want them in our house. (laughs) And don't bring them round. No. (laughs) And... Thank you so much for listening. Oh, Thank my you so goodness. much for being here. We have absolutely loved doing this series of the podcast. It's been amazing. And thank you so much for all your WhatsApp messages as well and all the rest of it. It's just absolutely gorgeous. We've got one more episode. We have one more We've episode. We've got one more episode in this series. And we thought we'd do something a little bit special. Well, we were going to do, and you'll you'll hear it next week. Yeah, but we're, we're going to do a little bit of a wobble, babes. Yeah. We're going to do a wobble. We're going to. I mean, I know this one. This one really led into wobble it territory. Has actually, actually. It's really yeah. led in yeah. nicely, yeah. actually, to that one. And that was completely intentional joke. Yes. It was very much unintentional. Look, you know by now, if there's one thing this is not, it's planned or professional. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, we love you for listening. We do always finish on Jaws's affirmation mm. of the week. You deserve to be loved and chosen. Not almost loved or almost chosen. Amen. Don't settle. Preach. Don't settle. Louder for the people at the back. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.